It occurred to me this week that Christmas is a win-lose situation. And when I thought about that, I immediately thought about a story that has become lore in our family and in significant parts of the East Coast. Diane and I, my wife is Diane, and Diane and I had the privilege of raising three boys, great kids. They were wonderful, mostly well-behaved. We did have a dynamic, some of you know this if, you ha- if you're a brother and have an older brother, we did have a dynamic where the older brother would occasionally take advantage of the younger brother. It wasn't always that he was beating up the younger brother, although that did happen. Didn't worry about that because his younger brother, his younger brother, our middle one is Dawson, and Dawson was a pretty tough little kid, but the older brother, Jordan, always had a plan And that plan was always, well, not always, don't ever use the word always, but it was almost always to Dawson's detriment. Well, the time that this became the most (laughs) epic was, I don't remember how young they were, but they were really little. And uh, Dawson had not yet learned to absolutely not listen to Jordan when one of these situations happened. And, of course, this was the last time. After this, he would know. So Dawson had made one time an elaborate Lego contraption. It was pretty fantastic, and he wanted us all to see it, so we all came in, we saw it. It was epic. And after he had shown the family the the Lego contraption, Jordan said, Dawson, Dawson, I've, I've got something over here. I'd like to add to it. Dawson, absolutely not. He was resolute. And then Jordan, they were little. I don't have any idea where where Jordan even heard this phrase, but Jordan said, Dawson, Dawson, it's a win-win situation. There's no way that this can go wrong. Jordan begins to explain how this is a win-win situation, and so finally, under the pressure, the unrelenting pressure of Jordan's win-win situation, Dawson said, okay. And so Jordan begins to finagle with the Lego contraption that Dawson has made, and the entire thing fell apart. (laughs) Jordan is now laughing. (laughs) And I want you to know that what ensued was thermonuclear. There are neighbors that still wear black on this day. We, We lived in Massachusetts at the time. It was volcanic. It was an eruption. Dawson, as if several years of childhood had been building up, Dawson, in effect, said, No more! I will never fall for one of your plans again because I always lose! And I realized this week as I was thinking about this, you know, in that way, often in these situations, Dawson would end up the loser, Jordan would be the winner, and sometimes he didn't even intend it. It would just happen. I realized in that way, Jordan is a lot like God. (laughs) Only the opposite. (laughs) Because for God, Christmas was a win-lose situation. We win, he loses. That's what forgiveness is. Forgiveness absorbs. If you loan me a million dollars and I forgive you that debt, I assume it. It's my loss. You're allowed to go free. I am out a million dollars. And of course, what God did for us, what he forgave in us is far more than a million dollars. I've said it a couple of times over this Advent season, but The biographical accounts of Jesus that include his birth are Matthew, which was read for us tonight, and Luke. 
There are four biographies of Jesus, and two of those biographies don't include a birth account. But I've said the last couple of weeks that John, Jesus' best friend, wrote an account of Jesus' life, and in that account, John includes kind of a synopsis of the birth account. He really, if you will, he summarizes the whole thing, and he summarizes it like this. For God so loved the world, the greatest imaginable love, that he gave the greatest imaginable gift, his one and only son, that whoever, the most expansive condition, believes in him will not perish, but will have eternal life. Some of you may know this, that one guy took the whole Bible and paragraph by paragraph, he paraphrased it. It's not really a translation from the ancient language, but it's, it's close. It's called the message. I love his version of this, and I'm going to read. This is John chapter 3, verse 16, and I'm going to read 3, 16 and 17 from the message. This is what the message says. This is how much God loved the world. He gave his son, his one and only son. And this is why. So that no one need be destroyed. By believing in him, anyone can have a whole and a lasting life. God didn't go to all the trouble of sending his son merely to point an accusing finger, telling the world how bad it was. He came to help, to put the world right again. Anyone who trusts in him is acquitted. Anyone who refuses to trust in him has long since been under the death sentence without knowing it. And why? Because of that person's failure to believe in the one-of-a-kind Son of God when introduced to him. You see, this is what he's talking about. I'm absolutely convinced that when God created the universe, he not only created the laws of thermodynamics, the law of gravity, and the law of gravity, they call it a law because it happens anywhere in the universe. Anywhere that we've been able to observe in the universe, two bodies of mass are attracted to one another. And the net effect of that is, For instance, if I were to drop this Bible, you know what would happen. It would fall to the nearest source of mass, the stage. I'm absolutely convinced, utterly, that God also created a moral law. In fact, one of his first followers, the Apostle Paul, called it the law of sin and death. So when you and I try to find our meaning, our purpose, and our pleasure apart from God, when we sin, we die. We begin that day being utterly cut off from him. And God knew that he was going to be in a universe without his highest created being. And so God found a way at his own loss to make it so that we could be near him. He would, in effect, take all of those millions of dollars that we've accumulated to our debt, times that we've lied or times that we've, etc., And God took all of that, and he took it on himself. And he essentially said, I'll take that debt in my son, and I'll die that death so that you can be forgiven and go free and have life, a -a one-of-a-kind kind of life. Christmas was his announcement of that. Hey, This represents peace to everyone on whom God's favor rests. It was the ultimate win-lose situation. He loses. We win. Of course, ultimately, we all win. So here's your win-win, Jordan. 
We win, and God wins because he gets the glory. Let's pray. Father, we're gathered tonight to celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ, whom the angels called Lord and Christ and Savior. And we acknowledge tonight, Lord Jesus, you saved us. You took our debt. You paid the price, all that separated us from God, the distance that we've created. You took it and enabled God to forgive us. So tonight, we come before you forgiven and free. We thank you so much. So tonight, we remember John's words, and we say yes, we believe. Because you told us whoever believed, and so we're in the whoever tonight. We say it. We believe. Hear our prayer. In the strong name of Christ our Lord, we pray. Amen. A reading from the book of John. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, but the darkness has not understood it. There came a man who was sent from God. His name was John. He came as a witness to testify concerning that light, so that through him all men might believe. He himself was not the light. He came only as a witness to the light. The true light that gives light to every man was coming into the world. He was in the world. Though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to do which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who received him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision or a husband's will, but born of God. The Word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only, who came from the Father full of grace and truth. John testifies concerning him. He cries out, saying, This was he whom I said, He who comes after me has surpassed me, because he was before me. From the fullness of his grace we have all received one blessing after another. For the law was given through Moses, grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God, but God the one and only who is at the Father's side has made him known. With candles in hand, do you stand with us? And let me just say before we start singing this song that I love my family, including my two younger brothers. Merry Christmas, Dawson, wherever you are. <laughs> All right, so we're going to start lighting these candles. And as it moves around the room, I want you to be careful. They do drip wax. Just be mindful of that. And we're going to all hold them up at the same time. Wait for my cue. Last year, a couple of you jumped the gun. Let's start singing this together. Lord, I come to your awesome presence. Lord, I come. 
come to your awesome presence from the shadows into your radiance by the blood i may enter your brightness search me try me consume all my likeness shine on me shine on me shine jesus shine fill this land with the father's glory blaze spirit blaze set our hearts on fire flow river flow flood the nations with grace and mercy set forth your word lord and let there be light all right not yet keep it by your side sing verse 2 together. Lord, the light. Lord, the light of your love is shining in the midst of the darkness shining. Jesus, light of the world, shine upon us. Get us free by the truth. You now bring us. Shine on me. Shine on me. Shine Fill this land with the Father's glory, blaze, Spirit, blaze, set our hearts on fire. Flow, river, flow, flood the nations with grace and mercy, set forth your word, Lord, and let there be light. We're going to sing this last verse together. When we get to shine, Jesus, shine. When we come to that chorus, I want everybody to lift your candles up above your heads. Again, be careful. Not yet, not yet. When we get to, <laughs> when we get to the chorus, shine, Jesus, shine. We're all going to lift together. As we gaze. As we gaze on your kingly brightness, so our faces display your likeness. Ever changing from glory to glory, nearer to you, may our lives tell your story. Shine on me, shine on. Lift them up. Shine, Jesus, shine. Fill this land with the Father's glory. Blaze, Spirit, blaze. Set our hearts. Set our hearts on fire, flow, river, flow, flood the nations with grace and mercy, send forth your word, Lord, and let there be light. We're going to sing one more time, shine, Jesus, shine, shine, Jesus, shine, fill this land with the fire. Glory blaze, Spirit blaze, and on fire. Flow, river flow, flood the nations with grace and mercy. Send forth your word, Lord, and let there be light. Merry Christmas, Gateway. You guys may go in peace.